Feeling overly sensitive about gender is something that I think most trans people can probably relate to. Because this is obviously an area of life that you care deeply about, right? And it's tough because it's kind of like the fact that you care so much, it's the very reason that you're so sensitive. And then it becomes even more challenging when you consider that this experience is about so much more than just roles and pronouns. Because this is about your ability to be yourself, right? This is your creativity and your passion and your integrity. So yeah, like of course you care. Of course it hurts when you get misgendered. Of course you cry when a loved one judges you. And since we can't pretend like we don't care, and then we also can't eliminate the threat, what we need to do is approach this situation from a slightly different angle. Because there has to be something, right? There has to be a way where we can allow for people to be who we are, but we can also find a way to be okay in the face of our pain. And that's what today's conversation is all about. Strengthening your emotional resolve and instead of turning off and hiding, instead we're going to focus on cultivating emotional resilience and processing painful emotions out of our bodies. And that way you will feel lighter, brighter, and more resourceful even in the face of your pain. But before I give you that strategy, first let's talk a little bit more about emotions and why they impact you so intensely. All right, so one of the most helpful perspectives that I've ever heard about emotions has to do with their life cycle. So under normal circumstances, emotions rise and they peak and then they fall away. But every so often when we encounter an emotion that is too much for us to handle, so possibly we're too young or we're experiencing trauma or just for whatever reason, we aren't able to fully feel our emotions in that moment. And then since every emotion has a life cycle and they have to be fully felt in order to move through that cycle, then the ones that don't receive our full attention, they end up getting stuck in our body. And instead of passing through us, which is what they're supposed to do, instead they get lodged inside of us. And then over time, they fester and they evolve and they turn into these overly sensitive parts of our psyche. And then as time progresses, our bodies grow older, but our traumatic emotions remain frozen in time. And of course, because these emotions are associated with pain and we're all programmed to avoid pain, we end up developing all sorts of unconscious techniques for avoiding the very thing that we're supposed to actually be feeling. And so this is where we start getting into trouble because now every time that dormant pain gets activated, Instead of feeling it fully and allowing it to pass through us, we do the opposite, right? So we disassociate or we numb or we throw tantrums, we control others or just whatever else, we do whatever we can in order to avoid feeling that original pain. And so the reason that I'm suggesting that this topic is so applicable to the transgender experience is because like I said in the beginning, this way of life is about so much more than just gender. It's about expression and freedom, creativity. It's about love and integrity and connection. And at the end of the day, all of these attributes come down to your ability to feel safe inside your own body. And if you're moving through the world with this giant web of traumatic emotions, which are 
stuck inside your body. And now every time you are rejected or judged or criticized, it, you feel completely overwhelmed. And it's not necessarily that the present day situation is all that bad, but it's because whatever is happening out there, it's, activate, it's activating all sorts of the historical patterns and just these like frozen emotions which are resting dormant inside of us. And so when that happens, then you basically feel like a traumatized little kid who is completely unsafe and is feeling out of control. And even though it is as simple as a pronoun, it feels like a culmination of every time you weren't able to be yourself. And even though it's as simple as a dirty look from a stranger, it feels like a culmination of every time you were judged for being vulnerable. So in my opinion, this extremely complex topic of emotional like stagnation and um, just like everything that goes along with this topic, which I'm really just scratching the surface on with this post, um, this topic is the key to healing gender sensitivity. And in my experience, what you need in this kind of a situation is a way to process out these stagnant emotions and to clear them out of your system. And then that way, when somebody misgenders you, it's not gonna be triggering this like entire lifetime of emotional buildup, which is trapped inside your body. And so it will still hurt, yes, of course, but it won't be so intense that it like short circuits your entire system. And instead, you'll be able to just simply feel the pain of that moment. And, but you won't be doing it, but you won't be collapsing into this traumatized space. And so that's actually what our strategy is all about. Feeling your historical unprocessed emotions fully and from a foundation of compassion and balance. All right, so let's get into that strategy, which is called emotional processing. And again, just scratching the surface, but in general, what we're talking about here is feeling your painful historical emotions fully and from a place of balance, compassion, stability. Or in other words, feeling your feelings in such a way that they are reminded of what it feels like to be safe. And the reason that we do this is because it allows for them to complete their life cycle and then move out of our body. So this means lovingly tending to these wounded parts of yourself and embracing them with open arms. So this means intuitively tracing your pain in the present moment um, based on whatever situation you're going through and tracing it back to its roots and holding that inner child in such a way that they're able to finally feel that full heartache of their experience, which they weren't able to in that original uh, moment. So this also means inviting your historical self out of the closet of the past and into the present moment. This means locating your emotions in your body and holding them until they release and giving them the time and attention that they're asking for. Because that's really what this is about, right? We're revisiting those unresolved threads and we're just allowing them to unravel. And this is just like how a massage therapist applies pressure to our physical knots. So in the same way, you too can gently apply this uh, pressure to your emotional knots. And that pressure is just simply paying attention to them. 
instead of turning away, instead of numbing or avoiding, you stay right there with them. And you hold your gaze and you let that part of yourself know that, hey, I'm right here. This is me giving you the time and attention that you never got. And so if there's something that you need to communicate to me via a certain feeling tone or an intuitive impression, I'm right here. I'm feeling you, I'm sensing you. And with my loving, compassionate presence, I'm reminding you that you are safe. And so in a gist, this is emotional processing. And it's obviously an art and it's not a science. It's an intuitive process and not a logical one. And it's something that you do as a practice, but it's not something that you really ever complete. And so it's like, this is a, something that you're a student of, constantly, um, continually learning how to show up for yourself. And so it, that is really important to recognize because this is something that's between you and you. So these are your feelings, right? And nobody else is gonna feel them for you. So it can be helpful for you to think of this process as uh, it's like your sacred responsibility to yourself. And it's kind of like, this is your opportunity to love yourself in all the ways that you never got as a kid. So my advice with this one is to first, just notice the pattern when it happens. Notice when you check out, notice when you distract yourself, notice when you get triggered, and then ask yourself, is there something underneath this situation which is calling for my attention? Is there something like that I'm avoiding? Some sort of emotional feeling tone which like is causing me to jump out and try to, uh, you know, create a distraction for myself? And so then there from that recognition, uh, the next step is to just jump in. <laughs> just get messy, you know? You gotta experiment. You gotta practice. You gotta learn. You gotta feel research, read, talk. You just gotta do all the things that you need to do in order to facilitate this process for yourself. But the key here is that you need to recognize that this is a body-oriented process as opposed to a mind-oriented one. So it's not gonna be enough to understand yourself from this psychological perspective, but instead you're gonna have to just jump in there and feel yourself from an embodied one. All right, my friend, that's all I've got. I'll see you in the next one.